Hi, friends. Welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week, I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. Today's episode is about communication and love. These subjects have come up in my life in interesting ways, and something that I talked about in the guest episode that came out a couple of days ago with my friend Dee was this concept of self-love and the way that it has shown up for me, and also this concept of synchronicity and connectedness and how... When something is going on with you, you seem to see it everywhere. You seem to perceive it in situations. Even if maybe it isn't really happening in all the situations around you, but it's in the way that you perceive it because like our mind, you know, projects what it wants to on everything and it shapes our reality. But so the way that I've been seeing self-love present itself for me this week is in the matter of supporting one another and the matter of moving in love with love through love. And I told uh, briefly a story in episode 37, Your Voice Matters, about how when I was in Italy, when I was moving through the city thinking Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. And I was happy and smiling and feeling confident and like self-assured that, you know, everything was going to work out fine. I had beautiful days. And when I walked around pouty-faced or expecting the worst, or worst, I don't know what that saying actually is. But when I when I was like moving angrily and like judging people and thinking people were talking about me, then because you know of the language barrier, so I never really knew what people were saying. I was angrier on those days, and I didn't feel comfortable or confident or happy or joyful or excited. I was like just not as generally happy. So our perception is just a projection of our own experience. So what we are experiencing is what we are projecting into our reality and it is therefore making up our reality. So I heard something on a podcast the other day that also reminded me of it. It was the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Um, I forget the episode, but the author or the guest is the author of the book love yourself like your life depends on it and again I talk about it a little bit in the last episode episode 37 with my friend D a thing that he would use to decide I forget if it was Aubrey or if it was Kamal the author whose last name is escaping me but they would tell themselves before they make a decision if I loved myself I would do this and so the way that this present this issue presented itself for me while I was traveling again through cities where nobody spoke my language everybody's speaking Italian and I'm trying to learn Italian it's not going well (laughs) you know so I'm an English speaker and I'm picking up bits and pieces but I'm not able to like have enough 
I don't have enough of a vocabulary to like really have full conversations with people yet. I can understand enough, but I certainly can't like reply in Italian. So generally it was easy to maintain a positive attitude and perspective and perception of people. But on instances where I was like afraid about somebody or I saw somebody, you know, I'm alone in a street or I'm at a bus stop and somebody like appears creepy to me, even if they're not actually bothering me at all, like they're just, they like look like somebody I should like for some reason like be aware of, be wary of. But I would look at them and instead of thinking that at all, I would think of them, I would imagine them at like a holiday party with the people that are closest to them, whether that's their family or their friends, loved ones, children, their spouses, whatever. And it just made me imagining them smiling and being friendly. And it would just make me smile. And I wouldn't even necessarily be smiling at them. I would just be like smiling generally. And it just like would fill me. I'm not even exaggerating. It would literally fill me with like love and gratitude that like, you know, just the idea that everybody has people that love them, which unfortunately I think maybe isn't even true, but it's a really happy world to live in. Um, I like to think that everybody does have people that love them. And I think that if you think that you don't, it's probably a miscommunication. I think people would tell you that they loved them, that they loved you if they knew you loved them or if they knew that you needed to hear that. So that's the first tip is imagine people, imagine everybody everywhere in a setting where they are loved. So the same thing can go for if you're sitting in traffic. Imagine this person as a person. So outside of the context of this person like cutting you off in traffic or swerving because they're not paying attention or whatever, try for one moment to like see them and step outside of the anger or the, you know, discontentment or rage, frustration, whatever is your projection of the day because you had a bad day, whatever is bringing about the anger, or maybe you are remembering a time that you had a bad experience in the car. And so when you're in the car, you're uneasy, whatever your situation is that you're kind of like projecting on to like make it in any way worse, take that person and think of them as a human. It's a lot easier to do with strangers. So I definitely recommend like starting in that way is like do it with strangers. Like when you're just walking around and see that it like brings joy to your heart. Cause I, I really think it does. So to wrap that up, when you move in love and with love and through love, you see love and you can trust that your truthful or authentic truth will be met with love. When you trust your intuition and you give it a chance to drive and you like let go of control for a minute, you can see like through practicing this like loving practice, this being loving, this general lovingness that you know, the universe will meet you and the world and people will meet you with kindness and love in return. So that's the first one. Um, Something that I referenced in that and then didn't talk about at all, I think, um, was if I loved myself, I would do this. So the way that this one has shown up for me this week is in supporting your friends by thinking of the way that you would need to be supported. So I guess really this is empathy, but In the same way that you imagine these strangers in settings that are safe and full of love, what would you need to hear if you were in the situation? Or what would you need to have done to help you if you were in the situation that your friend is in? And so it has has been like, you know, every time anybody has reached out in what I like to think of as an effort to make a connection, so either you know, a DM or a text message or a phone call or an email. 
It's in an effort to make a connection. If you think of it that way, instead of just a text message, you, you realize that we all just want to connect. So if somebody is telling you a problem or reaching out because they're having a hard time or reaching out because they want to brag about something and they're having a really great time, if you see it as a, like them extending a hand for you to connect with them, you can maybe provide better support and a better response to them by thinking, what is this person really asking? Are they really communicating with me authentically? And if I was in their situation, in their exact position, what would I be asking for with this? And it's usually not advice. Go listen to my episode, Nobody Fucking Wants Your Advice. But they want to be loved. They want to likely to be supported. They want to make a connection. And if we think about that all action happens out of either love and trust or fear and anger, hate, resentment, then you're kind of really seeing, you know, the human experience from both sides. You're seeing and maybe realizing what we say and what we don't say. And so that brings me to the next theme of this episode, which is communication and why it's so important to communicate effectively. So this has shown up for me in my realization of how sometimes frustrated I get when somebody is on their phone and totally ignoring you, which I also do. And I think kind of everybody does. So what my boyfriend and I have started to do is a phone dump, which is kind of like a brain dump, which is when you just write down every single thing in your brain, um, just dump it on paper. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it's kind of like a what Brene Brown calls is an SFD, a shitty first draft. It's just whatever is in your brain. So the phone dump is the same thing. You're just binging, you're vegging, but we do it for like a 10 to 20 minute range, kind of depending on how long we need. So if it's been a full work day of like very minimal social media, very minimal like socializing, like te- group text, conversations, things like that, phone calls, whatever you need to do. If you haven't had much of it, the phone dump might need to be 20 to 30 minutes. If you've both been on and off your phone all day, the phone dump might need to only be five minutes just to like answer a couple of things. But anyway, in addition to doing that and recognizing that sometimes we just need to have a, a minute to veg and to do nothing that requires any thought or like brain activity and you just want to like veg out and be a fucking potato for a little bit. And so we just set a timer on it so that we don't get lost in it. And what it has done for me is it's given me a lot of perspective on this idea that we do need that veg time and that I can also recognize Sometimes we're not going to call phone dump. Let's do a 10-minute phone t- phone dump right now. Sometimes it'll just be tap, 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 tap. That's me texting um, and not answering. <laughs> um, can I get a sound effect for that? Does anybody know? Okay. So instead of getting upset or angry or frustrated or like jealous of the phone, instead of assuming that you're on your phone because what I have to say isn't important. (laughs) Instead, just thinking you're on your phone because sometimes we just need to have a phone dump. And what you're doing on your phone is not a reflection of the importance of me in your life. What you're doing on your phone is completely 
unrelated to me in any way. You being on your phone is about you being on your phone. So when we just call out the phone dump, it's like such an easy way to kind of alleviate that thought or that, you know, jealousy of the phone. And you also think, again, bringing this back to like self-love, if I loved myself, I would do this. If I loved myself, would I really get so angry, like dramatically upset about the phone thing. And this is like me to me. This is uh, every time I'm here, it's me to me. So like I do this all the time where somebody's not answering me on their phone and I get immediately frustrated because I think that you're obviously saying that what I have to say is not important and what you're doing is more important. And then This has also shown up for me in the way of supporting your friends where we take it very personal. You know, if if you're the friend who is not being supported, say you own a small business and you ask everybody you know to post something about you so that they get some, you know, more traffic. And then you get upset when only a small handful of the people in your circle actually do it. It's not really about you. Unfortunately, it's not. It's a it's a reflection of them. And so the same goes for you not wanting to support your friends, either them getting a new job or getting into or out of a relationship or posting a really sexy picture or going on a really awesome vacation or a really mediocre vacation, but they clearly enjoyed it. Like there's, you know, there's just a way to support everybody for whatever they are coming to you for connections for without going too far over the top in a way that is just like authentic and loving where you are communicating through this one small easy action of support that you love them because them communicating to you that they did this thing is an act of love and an act of connection or reaching out for connection and maybe it does seem like they're boasting and bragging but isn't it all if you think of it as just a reach out for a deeper connection they just want to reach out to communicate they this is an attempt by them to connect or vice versa maybe you reached out to connect to them but still if they are telling you about this thing in their life it's because they want to connect with you on this thing and if you move with love through love you perceive them as showing you love instead of perceiving them as you know a thing of bragginess or that they don't love you or that they are angry at you if you instead envision that they are at a wonderful party surrounded by people that they love laughing smiling having a wonderful authentically good time maybe you will see them differently All right, and the final bit on this is just to remember from Aubrey Marcus, I definitely mentioned this or will mention this in the next episode, but if I loved myself, how would I love others? And if I loved you, how would I love you? And if you were me and I were you in this situation, how would I need to be shown love? So how can I support you better in a way that is honest and communicative and true to myself. So I will leave you with that. 
this is like something that you need to figure out for yourself in your life. I'm explaining and expressing to you how it has shown up for me. Um, but I think that we can all be more supportive and more loving and move in love because I promise you it's a happier existence when you move with the expectation of love and and not the assumption of it like don't expect it and then be angry when it doesn't happen but when you express love love shows up for you I promise you I promise you communicate your needs be honest with your partners and your loved ones and your family and your friends I love you I love you and I can't wait to see you again next time Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz Without a Pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.